Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are once again joined by Michelle Dickey, live here on Facebook. Uh, uh, excuse me, on Facebook. I'm looking at your shirt. I was just looking at shirts on Facebook with, with God sayings um, because... Mine says, I am blessed. I wanted to bring this up. And yours says, God is something. What does your shirt say? <laughs> it says, God is the only validation I need. Beautiful. I was just searching on Facebook before. I'm not kidding because there's a certain person that, uh, that my friend knows that makes shirts. Uh, beautiful. I like that saying. I got, I'm going to ask for that one. Thank you, yeah. Michelle. Say hello You're and introduce welcome. yourself to everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. Yes. And uh, the, the, the shirt actually goes with what I want to talk about today as far as breaking that dependency on external validation. So that's part of the healing process. But yes, I am Michelle Dickey, a consultant, coach, trauma specialist, and author. I'm the founder of Consulting for Height Awareness. We are a non-denominational spiritual ministry that specializes in narcissistic abuse and trauma recovery with God's wisdom. Beautiful. And so we're helping, you know, helping survivors overcome all the obstacles and the trauma triggers that occurred during that abuse. And then we learn to break the dependency on external validation. That's one of the very first things that a lot of us come to realize that we've got ourselves with that inner work that that's what these abusers are looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to see that um, having that dependency on external validation is a vulnerability. And that's what these abusers are looking for. Because if they can sense that their target is a little dependent on external validation, you know, then they know the love bomb that they will throw out will work. Mm-hmm. And it did on many of us. Yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, to get uh, get us trauma bonded to them, because once we once we break that dependency on external validation, oh man, uh-huh. the rest of overcoming other obstacles just starts to happen. You know, like Licky's play almost. You know, and it gets easier because once we realize that, oh wait a minute, the only validation we need is from within, yeah, not external. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, because we we learn that yeah. we're not to be men pleasers, you see, and so that's what these abusers are also looking for. Because along with that dependency on external validation, it's going to be that people pleasing component. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they want. Because once they can get a target, you know, trauma bonded to them, and to basically worship them, you know to people to please them and put them above everything, them on the pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what they want. And so that's one, one of the very first things, you know, that we come to do. And I have a magazine that well, can help with that, okay? Sure. It's the BTBW magazine, okay, that I put together uh, this is volume one, and it has more about all of that breaking the dependency on external validation in there. And then I also have other stuff, you know, like I explain what is the trauma bond to the world? Mm, that's a big one. And then also choosing battles wisely and then a ton of other insight in there for the healing process. 
and to, to help. And there's an easy PDF download right off the website at cdhrwdrmd.org. Right? And it's, it's really simple. And also, for those who might need the uh, PDF reader, Oh yeah. I include yeah, I on the PC because a lot of us have to do that. But um I included the link mm -hmm. to the free Adobe reader so that they'll be able to open it on their PC as well. And it's in the description of the uh magazine and then also, you know, for the digital PDF copies of the books that are on the website as well. And you know, what that magazine does, it just it really explain in detail where that external validation coming from, how we all, you know, a lot of us became dependent on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before, well, I mean, we had to know who we are, right? Yeah. Before we realized, oh, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. You know, and then also a, another bright side to breaking that dependency on external validation is that we're able to better discern between a genuine compliment versus when one of these abusers is doing an over-the-top love bomb. Yeah. So that yeah, it it helps us be able to you know tell the difference because a lot of time you know a genuine compliment you'll be able to detect it, be a tone mannerism things like that. It's going to come natural, mm -hmm. you know, free flowing. But a love bomb from a narcissistic abuser mm -hmm. is going to be like forceful. Yeah. And then and over the top. Yeah. And that excessive flattery. Because one thing we come to realize is that these abusers are highly, highly dependent on external validation because it strokes their ego. Yeah. And so, ah, mm-hmm, because we learned these abusers are very ego-driven, obviously, and that's a big part of why, is that they keep getting their ego stroke through external validation. But they don't realize that none of that, that, that external validation, it doesn't matter. No, when we know who we are, and, and I say in Christ, when we know who we are in Christ, then we know that, guess what? We are children of God. We are blessed. We are gifted. You know, God put a lot of stuff in us that we're not supposed to sit on it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so we learn all of that yep. through the healing process. But I really wanted to highlight that break in the dependency. And it does not happen overnight either okay i don't want anyone to get that twisted it does not happen i'm here to tell you many of us can attest to that that it doesn't happen overnight it's like a um baby step you know just like a lot of things in life but it is a baby step and the best tip i have on that is for people to be mindful of the social media hype about you know likes and upvotes and shares and things like that because a lot of that if we're not careful yep. we know how the algorithms work you know for those of us who are doing this mm -hmm. but we're not careful yeah. that can yeah that can become part of that dependency on external validation yeah so we that for us to be more mindful of that and that because you know what 
the reality is that God doesn't care about any of that anyway. He's going to listen. When he sees that we're ready, yeah. he, he's going to level us up anyway. <laughs> Regardless of how many likes or shares or whatever. Right? We learned that. It's just all part of breaking that dependency because we don't want to get tricked into self-disappointment. Mm-hmm. See, that's it right there. Because what happens, right, if we're told oh, uh, you got to have X amount of likes for this or that, and then all of a sudden you don't see that? Yeah. What does that trick person into doing? Mm-hmm. So feeling disappointed, right? Self-disappointment. True. And so we don't, yeah. And that comes along with that dependency on external validation. We don't want to get tricked mm-hmm. anymore into doing that. Because that's why we're like, ah, okay, you know what? You, it's kind of like a um, new model I have. <laughs> like you post it and let it roll. <laughs> Keep yeah. on keeping on. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you never know when your, you know, helpful information is going, is going to reach those who need it, regardless. And so we don't want to jump on the popularity train either see that's part of that external validation like trying to get people to jump on that you know that popularity train because it's not what this is about yeah you know, it's about healing so you can live your best life you know that you know, god didn't ex- want us to suffer he didn't want us to no. not enjoy mm-hmm. life a little bit yeah but we gotta put him first still mm-hmm. but he didn't put us here to suffer and be in misery all the time no he did not that's not what we're here for and so when we're out here helping others to lift them up and help them heal and grow and just you know seeing the progress is amazing right and so breaking that dependency on the external validation is part of that progress so for each thing you know it's one day at a time like we say often you know one day at a time one moment, you know, one breath at a time for that matter. And so we let it baby step us. You know, we let God baby step us to overcome that because we realize that external validation is not, you know, that's part of the trick of the enemy and that the narcissistic abusers are the ones who are highly dependent on that because they have that emptiness. They have a void within and some of us have heard the narcissistic abuser admit that too. That's why I learned to stop paying attention to catch these little things when they tell on themselves. And so, because, and the reason they have that, obviously, is because, you know, they don't have Jesus. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And they're dependent on all things external because all the trauma triggers are also external. So there's that connection. So this is why we say that one of the steps you know which breaking that dependency on it and then other things down the road the other obstacles that follow get easier to overcome as well because yeah. it's kind of a similar process through the whole thing if you will but each obstacle has a little variation in it to overcome and because the triggers are some of them are similar for a lot of survivors, but there's going to be some that are different as well, you know, for each person because the experience for them is very unique to them, obviously, right? That's why we say the patterns of abuse are the same. 
but there's no one size fits all solution you know, for the healing process because each individual survivor is going to have their own unique circumstance with the abuse. So whether it be the workplace, whether it be romantically involved, whether it be a sibling, whether it be, you know, anybody, you know, really. And so it's going to be different. And a lot of us realize that, yeah, we've been around these abusers our entire lives. We just didn't know that's what we were dealing with yet. And once we do, we go through the process <laughs> of that healing. You know, cause, you know, I remember in training that that's one of the big things right there is that if you come across anybody who is poking and prodding for emotional reaction, that's, that's counterproductive to healing. And so I remember one of our instructors and he flat out told him, he said, y'all need to knock it off. And I was like, that's right, because you can't do that. I mean, after all, that's what the abusers do. So why do we know <laughs> that's not helpful? You know, poking and prodding for emotional reaction. That's what the abusers do. And they do that because after all, what do they want? That emotional supply. They want to trick their target into coming out of character. They want to trick their target into engaging in throwing the abuse back. Okay, we didn't know that's what was going on. We got duped, okay, into, you know, arguing with them. And a lot of times we realize, too, with these abusers, when they do that, starting arguments, and it's usually over small, I mean, minute stuff. And they, they make a big spectacle out of it. And we're like, that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> but they want to argue about something. So they'll do that. And it really does not matter what it is, but they they'll try to start an argument. That's what they want, you know. It's that um that strife, that that adrenaline though that keeps them in in flux. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. That's yeah. That's why I talked about we realized that uh, the abuser they are addicted to their to their adrenaline, yeah. big time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, yeah, because you know as we grow and mature, it's yeah. We're, we're, we're like more standoffish over anything that has us sitting on the edge of our seat anymore. We're like, ah, no, we're done. <laughs> you know, but the abuser, they are addicted to that adrenaline. So exactly that with those arguments and all of that, it feeds them, you know, that supply that, that, that they need that strokes their ego. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives them that illusion of power and control. When they see one of their uh, fiery dart works on their target, it gives them that illusion, like a sense of superiority in a lot of ways. Makes them because they see, oh, now they have control over their target. Mm -hmm. That's right. Bottom line, that's how they want to try to control their target's emotion. And if they can get that, then that's because that's what they're after. Yeah. And so they want to control their target's behaviors after all. You know, our emotional response, um, reactions, if you will, those are, you know, that's the supply for the abusers. And they do prefer the negative, by the way. Yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. That's one another thing we learned too. Always, That's why we, yep. Always yeah. drawing you in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so we, uh, a lot of us out here have said that we stay positive. You know, when we stay positive and high vibing, these narcissistic abusers are not going to stick around for long. Nope. Mm-mm. No, because they don't like. Yeah, they don't. They don't like positive optimistic smart happy people they want to steal your light and and put out that candle uh, you know mm-hmm. that's it right there that's that's what we learned not to let them no do that no one's putting out michelle's light anymore or miss jill's <laughs> and my mom's name was michelle same thing uh-uh no more yeah mm-hmm. that's right that's right and and no one's gonna you know dim yours either mm-hmm. anymore so it's like yeah we realized that that you know no, we say shine, baby, shine. Yeah. All right, shine brighter. Yeah, you know, you, exactly. Yeah, whenever you see one of these uh, negative narcs, as we call them, when you see one of them trying to get us to second guess ourselves or to self doubt or something, anytime we sense that, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so we just go shine even brighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, how we... I look at it. Absolutely is. And Michelle, you've been through your own trauma and experiences. You shared that with us in the past. I wish we had more time to get, uh, I know we had a late start today, so we can make up for it next time. Um, you yeah. know, if someone does want to call you to work with you, could you just share some of the services you offer before we go? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got individual session. We've got group session. You can always check the available dates and time every Tuesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. There are available available time for that. And now the group sessions are specific for uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Okay. Okay. So that way, yeah, clarify that for everybody. And uh, they're one-hour session, uh, you know, for those who are ready for that kind of setting. Yep. You know, not all survivors are ready for a group setting yet. We get that. Well, we got the individual sessions as well. Okay, and then they can always check out the rest of the information right on the website. Again, that's cdhrwdrmd.org. Or you can send me a text or call 704-245-4340. And I always encourage people to please leave a message. And if you have a desired time for a callback to go ahead and include that as well so that I can I will get back to them yeah as always sending love and light to all fellow warriors thank you for watching listening and for your support till next time let's show some gratitude to the heavenly father and you keep being you in Jesus name amen amen thank you so much sweetheart really appreciate your energy and light that is always going to continue shining thank you Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C. Take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D. Help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. 
The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.